Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I am Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hello. Hello. And we have a very special guest with us today, a very, very special guest, someone I've known literally my whole entire <laughs> life from and even before my life. I was going to say probably before your life. And maybe in a prior life. <laughs> probably. Most likely. We've alluded to that on this podcast as well. My mom, everyone, Luann Khan. Yeah, um, this is why we need the soundboard. We need the so we can be like, applause. yay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do the sound effects here. I'm excited. Thanks for ha- thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited. We're excited to have you on the show. We've talked about it before, like a while ago. We were like, we I don't know. It's been an intuition of mine that's come up a couple times, like. You should have your mom on the show. It's going to be a good episode. Have your mom on the show. Have your mom on the show. And then this week, it was like, it's time. Let's do it. We're doing so, it. So, and, so, mom, just to give um, you a little context, we we mentioned on you on the show, not every episode or anything, but you've been mentioned on the show a couple times. I've told some stories of you and stuff that you've done. But, you know, would love if you would share a little bit of your story of what you your life has been like and you know also going into what you've been up to the past 10 years or so and yeah give everyone some of your background well it's been a very as you know it's been a very very interesting journey my life has been quite the adventure uh for 40 years i was in broadcast news and um a tv news reporter 28 of those years at NBC 10 in Philadelphia. And that's basically where um, we, well, where Alexa was raised, where we, we brought her up to Philadelphia when she was five months old. Um, Not long after that, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I was diagnosed later with a kidney cancer. I had part of my, uh, I had my entire large intestine removed and I, I say that because um, that's just been a part of my journey, that survivorship. And Alexa, you were there for a lot of that, which was painful and hard as a kid to see me hospitalized a lot. And I survived all that um, and, you know, had a very successful reporting career. But in 2009, when the economy tanked and things were changing quite a bit, Uh, in my industry and people were losing their jobs and people, it it was not actually totally unlike now. I mean, we didn't have a pandemic going on, but tremendous change, like waves of change hitting people. And it hit me not in a good way. 
I got to keep my job as a reporter, but I was very angry and sad about all the changes and felt stuck as many, many people do right now, you know, not wanting to accept what's going on around them, not wanting to accept um, circumstances, feeling handcuffed, not liking the new technology. Um, and Alexa at this point had, this is where you come into the story, honey. Um, Alexa had gone off to college in LA and come back and shamed me basically <laughs> and said, mom, you are a mess. What is wrong with you? You're a survivor. You've survived all this stuff. And now you are, look like a mess. You aren't doing anything new. You aren't moving forward. You aren't being your best self. Which is really interesting um, that even then, Alexa, not out of, or just out of college, I guess at that point, was intuiting <laughs> what was going on with me and what I needed and pushed me hard mm. and said, get your you-know-what together. <laughs> and I said, leave me alone. Don't bother me, child. I'm working. I'm dealing with my own stuff. And she said, no, you are stuck and you need to do something new. And long story short is she convinced me in 2009, end of 2009, to start a blog I didn't even know what a blog was, um, to do something new every single day for a year. I don't even know how she convinced me, but you know, she can be, you know, Amby, she can be very, very persuasive. Yeah. When she has her mind to it, she can convince you to do a lot of things. Yeah. Right. So here I am completely stuck. And the first thing she had me do was make a list of every simple thing I had never done before in my life. And the first thing I put at the top of the list was eat dessert all day. <laughs> because that just sounded like exactly what I wanted to do. I was so depressed and oh angry. My um, but those were, you know, I, I wrote this like I'd never bought a lottery ticket. Um, I'd never given out hugs all day. Um, I'd never planted an herb garden. I never had baked a cake from scratch. So I made this list. And, and by the way, if you're listening and you were stuck, I personally think this is a very, very powerful first step. How Alexa knew intuitively this was the first step. This was the thing I needed to do. I don't, I don't know. But um, it was very important step to see that I was not done. I was not finished and that mm -hmm. I needed to evolve and also bring joy and fun and play into mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. And I know you guys have been talking about that. I mean, when you're stuck, you stop smiling, you stop laughing, you stop with the joy. And um, it was, you lose your joy and you lose your best self. And I will just tell you the, the first, we called them dares. So January 1st, 2010 was the first day of the journey. And we decided that I would do the polar bear plunge 
in Atlantic Ooh. City for my very first dare, which is insane. I don't know. If- and hilarious because yeah. I had given her this idea and she's like, so you're going to do it with me? I was like, hell no, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, she said, I'll hold the camera. Yeah. Can you explain what the polar bear plunge is in case people don't know? In case you don't know, this is that crazy. um, It usually happens on New Year's Day or somewhere in the middle of winter where a bunch of crazy people in bathing suits (laughs) gather on one of the coldest days of the year on a beach somewhere or at Mm -hmm. a lake and they run in or they jump into a freezing cold body of water and then they jump out. Um. And people do this every year. I had always seen these people do it at the Jersey Shore. And I thought, these people are complete wacko nuts. Who who would do this? <laughs> so my daughter gets me down there and I'm Alexa and, and I'm in my bathing suit. And she knows I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I, I, I don't know how you got me here, but I want to back out. I'm scared. There was the news crews were there yeah. that and that had worked with her her whole life. Like they know they're like, oh, Luann's here and like our cameras oh on her. There was so really- it wasn't planned that you were going to be on the news. This was just spontaneous. We see Luann here. We're going to film her. Well, I can't say that, you know, because I was still working as a reporter then. So I might have mentioned I was doing the polar bear plunge, but they cover it every year. So regardless yeah. of whether I was there or not. Um, there are always cameras at the polar bear plunge because it's one of the wacky things that happens on New Year's Day every year. So they were there. And of course, taking great delight in this. But I don't go into the ocean in the middle of summer, okay? <laughs> Much less the middle of winter. The other crazy thing um, is this guy in a Speedo. And there's pictures of this. Like you, you can go to my website and, and see this. There's this guy in the Speedo. Two guy, there were two guys in Speedos who grabbed my hand. You know, they do this bullhorn, like, a, and then everybody runs into the ocean at the same time holding hands. And they dragged me into that ocean. Oh, my God. They pulled me into the ocean, and I fell tumbled, into tumbled. the surf, completely fell into the surf. And sucked up a bunch of salt water, you know. And then the Speedo guys came back and picked me up out of the (laughs) water and then ran me back. And Alexa's like run, like with the camera, and she's taking video of all this. And And you were reborn. Kind of. It was like a crazy baptism in a way. And I'm Jewish. I mean, you know, it was kind of like a nutty baptism of going into the water, coming out and going, oh my gosh, I feel exhilarated. Mm. I feel happy. I just dared myself to do the craziest thing that I have, you know, that that I've done in the longest time. And I'm happy. Mm. And again, this was Alexa's idea. And if you ask Alexa, she'll say, I don't remember half of this all happening. Just like I say on this podcast all the time, I don't. Rem- it's like when you channel, it's like, you don't remember the yeah. things you say. But, but this is what happened, and none of this would have happened without Alexa pushing me. This was her idea, and when I got out of that water, I said, "All right, there must be something to this self therapy craziness." And every day, I started doing something new. 
And within a very short amount of time, I started feeling happier. And I started stepping outside my comfort zone again. And I, you know, and some of the things I'd resisted doing were things like tweeting, you know, Facebook, using social media, which is in my business, it had become part of the business. I was an eight-time Emmy-winning reporter, and they're like, you need to shoot your own video. You need to edit your own video. You need to tweet. You need to Facebook. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing any of that. And (laughs) I didn't want to. I didn't want to change. And as I started doing these new things, I went back to school. I started teaching. I started shooting video and editing video. And I went on Twitter and I I went on Instagram. You know, I've done all these things. And now it was fun, though. Mm. That was a dare. Um, And at the end of the year, I had all these people following us and following, I should say, following me. Sometimes it was me and Alexa. Sometimes it was my friends doing crazy things with me. And we documented it. And I learned to edit the videos and post it. And then a major publisher came to me and said, will you write a book based on your journey? And this is it. It's called <laughs> I Dare Me. It's been translated into Chinese. <laughs> you know, I started hearing from people all over the world. And still today, I hear from people, I read your book. I'm going on my own journey of dares. And it really changed my life and the way I see things. But what's interesting right now, I mean, here that was in 2010. Mm. And here we are in 2020. And I see so many people now kind of experiencing this similar stuckness as Mm -hmm you know, we're in this pandemic, we're at home, we have to communicate differently, we have to work differently, we have to socialize differently, we have to wear masks. And so obviously, a whole lot of people are feeling stuck and trapped. And we have to reinvent. Mm -hmm. And, And I am convinced that even when we get back, when we even when we get a vaccine, even when we get to the other side of this pandemic, We will all have to evolve because we're not going back. We're not going back. It's not going back to the way it was. We are changing now. And those who can't change are going to feel very stuck. So that's where we are. And that's why, um, you know, I I love this message of of daring people and asking people to do the new Mm. on a regular basis. Can I ask you, what was your favorite thing that you did over the course of the year? And what was your worst, your least favorite thing that you did over the course of the year? (laughs) There's so many stories. Um, Well, one of my least favorite was eating a scorpion. Uh, That was a Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was dead. Well, well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't eat it live. Awful. I still remember the taste in my mouth. I feel like Um, it would taste very bitter. Yes, it's very metallic, mm. like like you're like really crunchy too. Iron, and but the texture is horrible. Crunchy, yeah, definitely. Now I also ate some um, uh, cheddar cheese, like covered worms, and that was pretty good. 
Yeah. They make, they put them in a box. It's no. yeah. But the no. scorpion was very bad. Um, I did. I really was. I, have you noticed I focus on food? Like one day, <laughs> I, went, one day I went into like the, the ice cream shop and demanded to have a taste of every single one of their flavors. Oh Those my are gosh. my favorite ones that she did. The ones where she did things that the people were like, you're insane. Like, like they were just so confused of why this person was doing this. Right. <laughs> like a middle-aged woman, like not, <laughs> you know, who looked normal on the outside, but they're going, what, what's going on? Um, there was a, a, a night I sang in public. That was a dare. At an event, I sang with a band. And you've done yeah. that again since. One of our listeners, Liz Magnolia. Hi, Liz, says, wow, Alexa, your mom's a bad bitch eating scorpions and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, oh I eat God. scorpions for breakfast. I eat scorpions, so get out of my way. <laughs> And you're like a Scorpio. That's so my, my mom's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, that's Which cool. is, yeah, Scorpion. That's so funny. Eating it's young. Yeah. Right. No, no. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Um, oh. I ziplined so over a crocodile infested lake. <gasps> that was fun. What? Yeah, yeah. Went to Mexico and <laughs> went on this crazy jungle tour that's probably not really on the map. And they... And, have you ever done zip line at like Disney World or something like that? Yeah. You know, and, and the equipment's good and you see mm-hmm. the whole up. Well, for this zip line, they give you a stick. What? <laughs> a stick. They give you a stick <laughs> with a like a wooden hook on it. And they go, okay, now, now listen, you're going to go really fast. Oh, yeah, there's the crocodiles down there. So don't look down. But when you get to the other side... <laughs> To make sure you don't slam into a big tree over there, take that wooden stick and pull it down hard on the wire. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I I don't know. Yeah, it was stuff like that. So as as you guys can see. I'm shook by that story. I'm so sorry. I can't recover from that. You have to like manage your own zip line over crocodile infested water. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Um, intense. Okay, go ahead, Alexa. At Luba, mom, do you remember Luba from yeah. acting? She's yeah. on right now. She says, Luann, it's been forever. Alexa, your mom hasn't changed at all. Looked yeah. up to you then, yeah. and this yeah. just solidifies why. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, Luba, it's nice to um, <laughs> know you're out there. <laughs> um, as you guys can see, though, so you guys have listened to this podcast for a while. Me, you know, for those of you who don't know my mom from before, you can probably see um, some elements of where I get my, I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. My je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like my mom and I have, you know, it's really interesting because when I was little, I was really, I was, my mom and I are very similar now. At this stage in my life, I think we have a lot of crossover. We have a lot of similarities. We have, a, we share a lot in terms of like how we like to see the world and, you know, how we like to treat each day. But when I was younger, I was like on the other side of the spectrum. I was like so kind of dark and heavy and like just, just worried and, and, and really, um, isolating and 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 stuff so my mom and I like we really didn't like see eye to eye it was like we you know we we loved each other but we really were not on the same page at all for like a long time 
So it's been this real, actually, I really think that that whole journey, mom, that I dare me journey, that was like the beginning, like the very beginning of me starting to turn a little bit. Like I was, like I said, like I wasn't out there doing stuff with her. She was dragging me if I was, if, if so, I was just like channeling the idea for her, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's cool to look back on that time and then like look now and it's like, you know, I don't know. We're just so much more in the same zone and it's it's really cool to recognize that and I'm happy that you're here and that you're still that I really I really think what I'm noticing right now too is like you are a mom, you are in your we don't it's almost your birthday, but we don't have to say what birthday it is, but you know, you I'm you've proud lived of my, I'm proud of Okay, I'm go be, ahead. I'm going to be 64. 64 I'm proud. this woman right here. Hey, is such a good when you survived all the stuff I've survived and eaten Scorpios and and shit, and, <laughs> and um, you know, over crocodiles, I'm celebrating it. Yeah, yeah. Every you, day, like, every yeah. year, it's and, big. And you should. And you look. It's you are so youthful looking in, in your spirit yeah. and in your look as well. Like I would, I'm so terrible at guessing people's ages, and I forget what age you are all the time. But I still would never say that when I look at you. Um, that you are 64. Ditto. So, um, but. Um, I feel like you're sending a message right now and you're a really good example of how like it's never you never have to stop living your life. You never have to no matter what age you are. It's really about your mindset. It's not about your age. It's just about the way that you're perceiving your life. Right. And that actually you can get more youthful in spirit as you get older. You know. Yeah. And and going back to again the idea about joy and playfulness um, studies show when you stop playing, when you stop stepping out of your comfort zone, you become more narrow in your personality. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And, and when, and the most creative, productive people in it, you know, in the world have amazing play lives. They're not afraid to create. They're not afraid to take risks. Um, they, they find joy um, and uh, feel like there's a safe place to create something new. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think we can learn that. I think that's what that journey was about, learning that. Um, that um, that is part of living your best life. And that is what's going to keep you youthful. And that's what's going to keep you interesting (laughs) to be. I mean, have, you know, those new experiences. And I think where Alexa and I have always agreed is we'd so much rather have experience than things. We want to experience things. We want to, we want to get out there and see something, experience something. Um, I think you, we both have always agreed on, on that. What's interesting to me about Alexa's journey is, oh my gosh, she used to be shy, you know? She was so shy. So shy. As a child, I, I used to go, now now go out and go play. And she'd go, no, I don't want to go. Just terribly afraid of, of people. Of, yeah. People. You'd be like, why don't you want to have people? You need to have a play date, play. I'd be like, no, no, please, no. <laughs> you think, you think 
I was torturing her. It, it felt but it like is it. An, amazing to see, you know, how you have come into your own, your own voice, your own power, your own it, tapping into your intu- truly intuitive nature about people and it, finding also the best way to live and to find some peace. Um, and, you know, it's just a joy to see Thank you. how you Thank you. use your voice. And you've always been an amazing communicator, but to, um, to see you change lives, you know, yeah. to see you be able to do in some ways what you did for me you do for other people you see things in other people that um they may not see in themselves and uh, i know ambie you're such a great partner no 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 this is i agree with you about alexa i think that that is her one of her superpowers is being able to see the potential in people even though they can't see it themselves Mm -hmm. And taking it a step further to give them solid, concrete ideas on how to reach that potential, not just an airy-fairy idea, you know? Guys, I swear I did not hire these people to come on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, she did. She's paying us extra for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on and, and tell everyone why I'm so great. Um, no, you know what's you. funny, though, Alexa? Yeah. I want to ask you, have you had a lot of extroverted friends? Yes, all of them were. I was the quiet one. <laughs> because I'm thinking, like, introverts usually get adopted by extroverts. Yep. And I was literally, I literally bullied her to be my friend. It was like, no, no, we're friends now. <laughs> we're going to be friends now. And we're going to have a yeah. podcast. And yeah. it's going to be great. Oh, That yeah. makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, all my, yeah. But but I feel like, Ambie, you've been my friend you think you bullied me, but you didn't. I was like, I told this a million times. I was so excited that you like wanted to talk to me. And um, and I feel like, Ambie, you've been the friend that I've most been able to like m- match. How do I say this? Like you are definitely the more uh, social butterfly of us two. But but I've been able to rise to meet you as as this has been the friendship that I've been able to do that the most in. Mm-hmm. Like my other friendships, I was still kind of like <laughs> lagging behind, you know? And that's so it's it, it's where like your social butterfly-ness doesn't um, threaten me. It like makes me happy, right? Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but I did, I did want to ask you, Mom, I, I thought this was a good uh, time to – this would be a good topic now that you're here because, you know, speaking about like my transition, um, you know, I, (laughs) my spiritual path kind of came out of nowhere. It was like, not only did it come out of nowhere, it came on the heels of like my darkest time, literally my darkest time. So, you know, I know firsthand that like the, perspective from you my mom and my dad was a little like what's going on not that just because there was so much change happening and I think it wasn't happening in the smoothest way either it was happening in a kind of pretty volatile way um so 
Do you want to just talk about like maybe your perspective of like me getting on that path in the beginning and then like how it's been now? Because I know there's a lot of listeners that go are probably going through something similar with their families or just kind of like being more open about this or going through their own awakening and it's kind of messy, you know? Well, I mean, we worried about you when you were in this dark place and, and I felt like you were not happy with you mm. and angry and sad. Um, and it just seemed like there were a lot of things, not happy in your own body even. Mm. And then um, it was kind of an amazing transform. I mean, I, I can say this now. There were days sometimes back then we go, did you enjoy being with our daughter? No, no, didn't. That, I, that was not fun with our daughter today. And then something happened. And I don't know if I can explain that. You would have to explain that. But you found, it's like you found your true self. It's like you, you, you all of a sudden you were there. It is like that butter. It's like the butterfly came came out. Like you had gone through this entire some kind of transformation where you're like, I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm getting there. And then one day it was like, oh my gosh, there she is. Mm-hmm. There she is, mm-hmm. our daughter, like the 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 everything she's meant to be. And the the um the peace, the 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 thoughtfulness, the wisdom that came yeah. in 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 this person. You know, I I can't explain how. <laughs> I can't explain but, that. But do you remember <laughs> when it was first starting and I came over yeah. to your house that yeah. time and told you guys that this is funny now looking back, but this is I was one of like, my favorite stories. Yeah, I think I told it on the podcast, but I told that I I was like, I have something I want to tell you guys. <laughs> and I come over and I tell you that I'm going to be an energy healer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. OK, so so and even <laughs> even now, Which I, I go, never ended okay. up. I'm not an energy right, healer. But right. Right. But of it was course, a way. Look, of, it was a way of like proclaiming like, yeah. I'm doing this magical thing. Right. Right. And of course, that's what we thought. Uh, we were we were very okay. I'm a reporter, a news reporter. Okay, we're okay. Let's stick to the facts here. Let's yeah. be grounded in reality. What what energy are we talking? About? What woo woo thing are we talking about here? And you know, but the yes, we we were like, what? What just happened here? I don't know. What was our reaction to it? Do you remember? It, what did you we acted say? like I told you I was going to murder someone. You were like, yeah. we you were, were like really freaked out. I think you just did. You were so caught off guard. You told me you're like, we thought you were going to come over here and tell us you wanted to go to law school. We were so excited <laughs> because at this point in time, I had no direction. I had stopped in the music business. I had stopped everything I was doing. I was just like floating in space. So I think they were thinking, oh, she's finally decided she's going to do something, you know? And I was like, I am going to be an energy. <laughs> and we went, oh, great. Okay, great. This is perfect. But it yeah. ended in a huge, I mean, a huge fight. Like, we, I left oh. the house. I, I left don't even so remember that. Were you, Luann, were you worried, like, Alexa was going to starve in an alley somewhere? Like, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Because that's what I think of. Like, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in your perspective. Perspective? Perspection? Anyway, perspective, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Perspective. perspective. Thank you. It didn't sound right in my head. But I'm imagining my child coming to me in this place. And I'm thinking they're going to be in an alley starving to death. Right. How are we going to help them? Oh, and like, so I think I would be upset. Yeah. How are you going to support yourself? Like, where's mm-hmm. your 401k? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right. Where, where, where's like your, you know, like, like your nine to five or, you know, yeah. job kind of thing. What, how, how is this going to work? You know, um, we had no concept. I mean, you know, uh, Lex's dad and I worked in newsrooms. We went to work every day. We dealt with facts, reality. And our daughter was now saying on the other side of the spectrum, one, I'm going to deal with things you can't see. Things I can't <laughs> see and things I can't necessarily know. Yeah. But I, I have to, yes, I'm sure we reacted that way. I don't remember that, but I'm sure we did. I'm sure that's true. And then, um, and it took a while. Yeah. It took a while. I hadn't even met Ambie. That was like a ways before I met Ambie. That was a ways before I started hosting on Positive Head. That was a ways before I even found EFT and I started that, right? So like it was definitely a process. And I know that, and I feel like what what I'm hearing from you, mom, is that like it was always really about me, meaning it, my, your your guys' reaction to what I was going through was way more about like what me and the place that I was in and a reflection of that, right? Because once I, and I tell this on the podcast, like once I actually was like, oh no, I know what I'm doing. When I came to you and said, I'm going to be an energy healer, I clearly didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know any, I just wanted some validation or something, or I don't know, I wanted something. I don't know. Well, I mean, before, you know, it made... <laughs> Alexa had created a business in our house prior to this where, you know, she wanted to create T-shirts for uh, the EDM world. And that was far more, seemed far more concrete. And she did create a business Mm -hmm. around that, right? Which was her first, you know, that seemed more, far more concrete to, even if a little out of the box. I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) But this, I was like, wow, okay, I don't understand and it's funny because I have a good friend named Lorraine who is um, very spiritual. And, um, you know, when I told my friend Lorraine that she's like, oh, boy, this is good. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't, we're always, you know, I always, you know, my friend Lorraine will go get Reiki and I go, okay, you doing that woo-woo thing again with the, the thing over your head and the energy So this was not in our understanding. This was not something that we immediately could go, oh, yay, congratulations. But what we did see over time was the evolution of our daughter becoming a better person Mm, and coming into her own. And that could not be denied and finding her voice and finding her uh, mission in life, what, what it was she was supposed to do and be. And, um, you know, that's a gift to, to be able to find that and, and 
I mean, today I'm I'm a career coach, right? This isn't. I, today I help launch people into the field of media and communication, and it's been interesting because not Alexa has given me a very interesting perspective. So, you know, if some a student comes to me with a college degree and says, "I'd like to build yurts," I go, "Is this your passion? Is this what you love?" Okay, right. I'm, I mean. Yeah. I have a, a broader view of what's possible because mm-hmm. of Alexa. And um, I will just tell you something recently. You know, she's been doing EFT for a while. And recently I was in a lot of pain. And I mean a lot of pain, crying in pain during the pandemic. And Alexa got on the phone with me and said, let me tap with you. And I'm like, okay, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> I'll do this tapping thing, <laughs> please, just anything. And I could not believe in just a matter of minutes, how much better she made me feel. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a believer. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand exactly how she does it. But um, it's witchcraft. It's witch. It's amazing. (laughs) But I do not deny that this is something really powerful. I felt um, so much better, and I could understand. I, 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 I don't know. I don't understand it, but I know there's something there, and and so my mind has opened up. I don't believe every. I, I I still have a lot of skepticism about things because that's where I come from. But yeah, I feel like that's healthy. Yeah, I just and I and thanks for sharing that. I think I just wanted to give like a people listening a little bit of perspective of like what can happen, you know, and what can change in a relationship, and especially like with your family, which I think your family can tend to be kind of the most critical of you sometimes just in, in, in all aspects because they just they know you better than anyone they know versions of you better than anyone and you know it's it's it, it, it they are kind of invested in certain ways of you just kind of being how you've been or a way that they can understand and so this I I, I just think it's good to you know hear your perspective and your kind of affirmation that like things really did change and your perspective really has changed in certain ways and so has mine obviously and but really what it was about was about me accepting me me coming into my own and that's when things really shifted you know yeah. as long as you as long as you're seeking validation from your parents or your sister what, what whatever it is and you need them to believe in you or believe or agree mm-hmm. in whatever your magic is before you believe in yourself and agree that you have magic, it's it's never going to go well. It's 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 not going to go well. You need That's to true. you need to fuel yourself. You need to believe in yourself before anyone else can or will. And I really genuinely feel like if you can, you know, give that to yourself, all your relationships will start to shift. I'm not saying they're all be a hundred percent amazing, but they really can change and evolve over time. You know. 
Yeah, I think that whole let's go shock mom and dad and say and <laughs> know, know that you're about to tell them like, um, I don't know. I mean, that was the effect of that yeah. first pronouncement, probably. Yeah. Or like, is our daughter OK? What's going on? Yeah. But we, but I also we love you so much that we and we had faith in you and you're smart and we've seen you do many things in your life and we had faith whatever this next journey you were on you would work it out and that you didn't need our approval um though you were seeking it and looking for it but you didn't Mm -hmm. need it yeah no you guys have always been so supportive go ahead amy sorry that's gonna be hard as a parent i have three kids and i don't know how do you how do you get to that place where you just trust that even if they get hurt, they'll stand back up? I think we had had evidence of that with Alexa many times. Mm. That no matter what, she um, was resourceful and smart and would figure it out. And that also it is part of our job to stand back to a certain degree. At a certain mm. point, you you know, swim, sink or swim, you know, at some point you have to kind of let your kids be on their own path and also accept your kids are not you. Yeah. And that was hard. Like, you mean she's not going to be a junior reporter or, (laughs) right? Which by the way, she could have absolutely, if that Mm -hmm. was the path, Alexa wanted to go on. She could have taken all her skills in that direction. And I think that was part of our, like, what is she, like, why isn't she doing what we do? Why isn't she doing what we love? I think parents, that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, because that's something we understand. And if it's foreign to us, we cannot understand. This is, this is like a, a, an epic story, you, you know, through history, the misunderstood child who doesn't do what the parents want them to do, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this this plays out over and over and over again. Um, yeah, so it's and hard. If you, for, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, and if you don't let that your child, if you don't kind of give your child that freedom to explore, you won't let that next iteration and expansion take place because truly, like, Am I a news reporter? No. Did I dabble in entertainment news reporting? Yes. And is what do I do here? I feel like I take those skills that you have as a reporter. Those skills were passed down to me, but I don't use them to report the news. I use them to communicate about uh, well, it's kind of the news. It's like energetic, spiritual, spiritual world news. evolution yeah. news, right? It's a different type of thing, but it's 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 just a new iteration. And I feel like the next iteration is so important. It's so ex- important to let things expand and evolve into the new direction that they want to go, you know? I also think expectations. Having expectations for people in general is touchy and, and difficult and leads to disappointment in a lot of ways, not only for your kids, but for your partner, for your parents, uh, for your friends, um, because people... You can't control people. You can't control what they're going to do. But, you know, I want to. I want to. <laughs> yeah, you want to. You want to control. You want. But 
you know, I think, and I, and listen, in my role as a director of career services for a media and communication school now, I have kids coming into my office all the time. My parents want me to do this. What mm-hmm. do you want to do? Well, I, I want to be a comedian, but my parents think I should go to business school. <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. or it's a conversation like that. Or I really think I could produce TV shows, but my parents think that I need to go to law school, something like that. Um, and it's, I understand the parents' view, but um, I also just truly believe, and I say this to students all the time, if this is the thing you love and this is the thing you're willing to work on and this is the thing that you really believe in, you will find a way to support yourself. Mm-hmm. You will figure that out. If you are forced to do something that you know you really don't want to do, it's not you, um, you're very unlikely to be happy or to have success. Yeah. hmm Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Mom, Luann, <laughs> for coming on. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> you guys should do a Happy. second book where you guys, you do the dares together. That would be really fun to watch. Well, so. we, we have, t- we've talked about second books and what they would be. Um, We're going to actually, them. Mom's going to. I'm going to help her start her own podcast. That is a big dare. Yeah, that's a big new dare. But if Alexa wanted to do dares with we, you know, what's interesting? We have been daring. We, we have gone on some adventures together. What did we do? Well, we went on a book tour together where we climbed the outside of a tower. God, that was so challenging to be on the book tour together. (laughs) We nearly killed each other. On the book tour. Very hard. This was, again, was pre, pre-awakening. Tour? One week. Well, no, the, the book was tour was... Week? No, no, no. This was... Ambie, this is another idea that came through me. No, dude. It was a month. It was, was Alexa's I, it idea. It was a month long. I was only on one leg of it. One week. So I came up with this idea. I was like, Mom, you know what you should really do? Now that the book has been out a few years, what you should do is in January, you should go on a tour in a car, drive all over the United States and go visit the the readers of your book who've written to you and show up and do a dare with them and document it and do one city a day or something like that. And my mom goes, let me think about it. And then like a couple days later, she's like, all right, I'll do it. Like, let's get started. I go, we end up getting her a car sponsored from like a... Uh, like a le- when we get this like magnet put on the side of her car that's like her on the skateboard like the I Dare Me tour and she's like I'm gonna take like one friend with me a week like for different legs of the tour but then she someone dropped out and she's like will you come with me and I was like oh my god I like I couldn't say no but again this was like before I was like on this path and I was like not happy in life and um, it was very challenging, but uh, but my mom, I mean, she she this was this was I dare me part two condensed in a month long drive. Like there was yeah. there was um, what do you call those? 
what do you call those cameras? GoPro? That, GoPros in the car. And like, there were, I mean, it was a whole like experience. We need to see this footage, Luann. There is footage, it. but I, I would just say there was one day when I was about to kill Alexa and she was about to kill me and we ended up in Oklahoma City and couldn't figure out the dare of the day. And we saw this water tower where you could climb the outside. What It was like, what do you call it? It was a uh, silo. But what do you call the climbing? Rock climbing? Yeah, like outdoor rock climbing. It was outdoor rock climbing? Outdoor rock climbing. On, on a, a silo. A silo. On the outside of a silo. Giant Does it have tower. a ladder or is it like? No. No, it's no. rock climbing. Oh. No, okay. it's rappelling right. and on a rope. Rock like you, climbing. It, that sounds like, awful. With I, a lead anyway. rope. Yeah. You'd be good at that now, Alexa. Yeah. That was what started that. We, <laughs> we pushed each other up mm. the top of the silo and Alexa went all the way up to the top. And she came down and I realized, okay, we're okay. We dared each other and we're okay. And we continue to dare each other. That's nice. I like that. And you're both still here. So that's good. We're still still here. (laughs) And our relationship now is stronger than ever. So yeah, it's interesting to look back on those times. I'm so glad those times are over. I'm so glad we have these times now. Um, mom, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. How can people, um, reach out to you or read your book or. Yeah. Well, the book is on Amazon. It's in bookstores. It's on audio. I dare me. You can go to my website at luancon.com. I'm on Instagram because of my daughter. (laughs) I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm I'm everywhere. You can find me. Which, by the way, her book has a, what do you call it, with the blurb is on the front of the book, the recommendation. What do you call that? Oh, the. What do you call it? Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote wrote a blurb. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love, wrote that on my mom's book. So if you guys like that book, she recommended this book. Um. So, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you, thank you so much, Mom. We'll put the, we'll put your links in the show notes. If you guys uh, feel inspired, definitely check out the book. Check out my mom. That's also funny to say. <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Luann. It was fun to be here. Thanks for having me, and thanks to all your listeners. Yay. Yay. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for watching and listening. We love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.